0: up y'all this is hey, Atiana and I'm Remy and welcome to AR vibes, vibes the musically bossed up podcast where we discuss
1: music life and bossing up period before we get into today's episode let's pay respect to anchor hey shout out anchor the app where you can create distribute and monetize your podcast right from your phone and who doesn't love easy money not for real Not only is it easy money, but it's also easy to use. You can record, edit, and add your clips right from the source. And keep in mind, y'all, this is a 100% free hosting and distribution
0: site, period. So there's no need to worry about running out of storage or having to pay any of those membership fees. And best of all, it automatically distributes to all podcast listeners' favorite platforms. So accessibility isn't even an issue. Now, let's get back to it, y'all.
1: First up on Finding Your Peace series, we have a group of men who are well into their faith and know that consistent prayer leads you closer to God. Yes. These guys have weekly Bible studies and prayer sessions and use their platform for others to share their testimonies as well as pray. And I guess, you know, we can let them slide since we got a few PB people in here. <laughs> so, you know, y'all All please right. help me welcome Sean and Will of Free, Pray, and Share. Yes! Yes! Welcome to the oh. show, guys. Appreciate
2: y'all for coming on. Hey, appreciate
1: so y'all for having me. Sean, I know for sure you went to PB. Did, Will, did you go as well?
2: Oh, yeah, you know that.
1: Okay, well, you know, I'm a TSU tire, so here We'll apologize
2: for
3: that.
1: Oh, please.
0: I can't relate. I went to Texas State, so I didn't get the HBCU experience.
3: We'll apologize for that, too. Uh,
0: <laughs> you're good on that. And so at the beginning, before we started recording, you guys mentioned. Um, well, before I even get into that, before I get into that, I wanted to kind of just shed some light, even to the listeners, as well as why we started this series. And just for us in general, you know, like it's we in 2020 y'all in it's just been terrible. It's been a roller coaster. And just within that, like in society today, we already tend to just go through the motions, you know, striving just to make ends meet and seek a way when, you know, sometimes there is no way while making, trying to just make sense of it all. And I feel like that's what we're doing a lot right now. I mean, beforehand, we were already working on like personal battles that we have to go through within ourselves, but like within just like the pandemic and just like all these passings and like police brutality and just everything that's happened, like, excuse me for saying it, but I mean, like, we're having to sit in our shit. Like usually we can be able to like go out and like, you know, like take a breather or find stuff to like, just like create peace for ourselves, but we're having to like figure out different ways to do that. So we wanted to create this series just to be able to, whatever people are going through, you know, the foundation of it all is just wanting peace. So we thought you guys would be perfect to bring on. Yes. yes, but um, the founders of it all. So how did you guys? Because I know there's two other two other guys that are a part of you guys as well, but they're not here with us today. So how did you guys all like come to be and like know each other?
2: I'll let you answer that, uh, Sean. Okay. Um, so me,
3: Will, and Rob, we met. Um, actually, freshman year in college, uh, coming right out of summer school, we all met, and um, it's about seven or eight of us. Um, we've all been cool since then, um, more like brothers since then. So uh, once we, we uh, got out of college, we kind of went our separate ways. Some of us graduated at different times. And so well, this past year, probably in December, Uh, we all decided that we were going to have a Bible study just between us, just between our our brothers. And so we started doing that, and um, that that was going really well. We all were committed. We were all intentional about um, our faith, about our growth in Christ. And then uh, me and Rob were sharing a lot of stuff on Instagram. We were sharing a lot of uh, different posts, different scriptures, different things that we were studying, uh, different um, things that we can encourage people each day with just posting a lot of different stuff and then will was posting his stuff um and actually what's funny is me and rob had actually started this thing where when we wake up in the morning we actually play like gospel music and yes. uh, just a way to like and enlighten people you know was shared on our snapchat on our instagram mm-hmm. and people started really liking and people started hitting us back like uh-huh. you don't know how much this helps and so and so and so so forth so uh we we're doing that then we went to actually post my scriptures like Post your favorite scripture in the morning, that type thing. Um, and then Zach came in a picture. We all went to PV. He played basketball at PV, so I knew him through ath- through athletics. But he was an engineer, so Will and Rob knew him through that. Um, and he had hit me up one day, um, asking me, you know, hey, you know, uh, I think we all should collab on this. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, we already posting what we're posting. Um, so, you know, how can we make this bigger? And so we started talking about it, talking about it, praying about it, and then. Uh, some stuff just started rolling in stuff just started rolling in names and stuff we wanted to do and things how how we could um help other people and so forth um and so on from there and so uh that's how Repray share got started um and then from there uh, our group bible study kind of uh, we kind of transitioned to doing more stuff on our own and so um will took it upon himself and we're glad he did. He, he started hitting us up and, and we started talking about things and he joined us right away. Um, he's been a big part of Share also. So it's really uh, me, Rob, Zach, and Will, but we also have a, a, a young lady that's, that joins us too um, that does a lot with share If you go watch the videos on our page, she's in some of them. And her name is Kara. So um, Kara actually joined us also and she does, uh, the video she does, um, some Bible studies she teaches, so it's really five of us, but us three, um, initially started, and then we, we added those two in. Oh, oh that's, that's
1: nice. nice. So, like, to start back from, I guess, when y'all were younger. Yeah, like, college, y'all always, like, did y'all grow up in a Christian household, or did you find that your way into Christianity as you got
2: older?
3: I'll let you answer that first, Will, and I'll go after you.
2: I know, um, most definitely. Uh, my foundation has always been in Christ. Uh, my great, my, my grandmother uh, had us in church from babies, like praise, dance, choir, all of that. And so uh, my foundation has always been in Christ. Um, like, like most Christians, we, um, we stray away, you know what I'm saying? We get caught up in the world. and um, But any time that I strayed away too far and God would knock me down, um, he always welcomed me back home. And Mom so even, for real. definitely, and so uh he, he never forsake me, and so whenever um this last little bit where uh, life knocked me down, um uh, I got intentional this time. It wasn't just about I know God, well I know mm-hmm. of god i had to i i made it I made it a point to get to know him personally um and start being really intentional about uh understanding his will for my life and um understanding how to be a man, how to love, how to lead how to uh, truly be a light in this world, how to truly represent Christ. And so um, the question was, has it been in my life? Yes, but I didn't get intentional about it until, I'd say, honestly, like the start of this year. And uh, it's, it's the best decision I ever made. I think Reef Pressure every day. That's why I was so eager to join. I'm like, bro, yes, we got to do that. We have to, because nothing else makes sense like I was just saying how y'all started this off, uh, uh, that we need, we need more outlets that uh, preach yeah. about peace of mind and just cause there's so much chaos. This was literally like the only thing that made sense to do. The best thing I could have been doing with my time was, uh, getting to understand God by reading, praying and then sharing it with other people. And so, mm-hmm.
0: I like that. What about you, Sean?
3: And so, uh, just like, just like, uh, well, I started off in the church pretty young. Um, Really, since I've been born, my my parents been in church, um, and then I started going to church with my grandparents. And really and truly, like I was, I was in church every every other day uh, doing mm-hmm. something. Um, and so my foundation also has been in Christ since I've been born. Uh, my mom and my father are devoted, um, and still today, still growing in Christ. Uh, and so, just as we we'll talked about it, when you You know, it's one thing to to, for someone to lead you and guide you and start that foundation for you. But once you get on your own, it's it's more of um you gotta know God for yourself. um, Yeah, you 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 transition into going from mom and dad showing you how to pray into you going Mm to the real world. You gotta know how to pray for yourself. You gotta know um where to take your problems, you know you gotta know how to um to read the Bible, how to study the Bible, how to learn it and be able to apply it. And so, um, you know, once I got to college, I never really went away from Christianity. I just, you know, had my own road that I ahead that I had to go on and, and actually, you know, find God myself. And yeah. so I, I started doing that. I started doing that. Um, and I've always been, you can ask, you know, well, you know, I, we always been going to church and stuff like that, but, you know, going to church and, and, and actually living it and applying what you know is two different things right um, so uh, I probably got intentional intentional um, really and truly probably December 20 26 or 27 of this last year mm-hmm. um, and once I did is when it's kind of crazy we all kind of took off at the same time and things started aligning and things just started going um, not in our lives per se not you know, we know we may not be in the best position in our individual lives, but spiritually, a lot, a lot of things started aligning. A lot of things that we, you know, didn't really know about ourselves and about our relationships with each other just started showing. And so things
0: started to make more sense. It was more purposeful.
3: Well, well yeah, you know, once you once you start being intentional with God, a lot of things that that you are supposed to be doing, and what's crazy is a lot of times you're already doing them, but mm-hmm. because you know what you like, you know what, like you get a certain feeling when you do things. Um, that are really for you. That really make mm-hmm. sense to you. Yeah. And so, uh, but once you get intentional with God, and, and once you make that decision that my life isn't for me, my life is for Christ. Mm-hmm. A lot of things start coming uh, coming about, and a lot of a lot of those same things you did get put on, on on a higher scale, and your your real purpose and your mission for this for this life on this earth start appearing, and you start getting those visions, you start getting those things, and start growing maturing in Christ and so that's that's what it was for
0: me I really like that and I appreciate you saying it's like intentional just because the fact that like as for me um that hits home in my experience as well because like my grandparents are like the most God-fearing people I know and they're very traditional so that's who introduced me to my relationship with God but growing up you know you kind of just rely on them to oh read this scripture oh we have to do this devotional together as a family so it it kind of became like a routine like of just like Whenever they told me to, it would happen. But like once I went away to college, it's kind of like you have to be intentional with your relationship between you and him. You know, yeah. it's no more like you're out on your own. Yeah, You're on your own. Like you're creating the relationship you have with him and everything like that. So I had to find that out in college as well. But I wanted mm. to say um so I know you mentioned, Sean, that you started really being more intentional in December. And that's kind of initially when the group kind of formed. Was there any like specific life event that you that, you, you know, you want to speak on that kind of really shifted things to make you like really start to be that intentional and focus more on your
3: relationship with him? Uh, so. So, yeah, I'll share. I have no problem with that. So um, really and truly. What's crazy is um when you do grow up in a household that that is faith-filled, it's all about maturing in Christ. It's not crazy when those older people tell you like you're living on your grandparents' and your mother's prayers.
2: Mm-hmm. And so oh,
3: um, yeah. all through college, I to be honest, I've never been a point in my life where I was just like, um, I don't know what's going on, like why is things happening like this? Or never down about a lot of stuff. I've always been kind of um, humbled about things and just accepted for what it was because I knew at the end of the day, God got me. And that's yeah. kind of a saying back back in college. And Willa will they probably laugh about it? That. that should be something I always say. I always put it on my post. God got us. And so I, um, it was when I left college and I and, and you got you get into the real world and it's. That same grind I had, I took to trying to make sure, like, hey, I need to get this done, I need to get this done, I need to, I need to get this career started, I need to start doing this and that. And so I got to a point where kind of like in Ecclesiastes chapter two, where I'm 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 trying to do all these things and and trying to fill all these voids and trying to accomplish all these things mm-hmm. and never feeling like anything's really getting accomplished. So I'm really stuck at just. Doing a whole bunch of stress work and so um i did that for like the first year and then i went back to first six months i went back to school and i'm like maybe i need to go back to school because i'm i'm good with my i'm good with my hands as far as like training and as far as like physical therapy and stuff so let me go back to school so i went back to school that ain't it and so I, i left school i went back home for that summer for a month um and I started working at, uh, with this summer job I used to have every time I went home. This coach used to get me a summer job every time I went home. So uh, I went, I went back home and my dad was like, Hey, uh, I know you want to move back and I know you want to move back to Houston. And then also I had, I had um, entered into the draft that, that same year. And so I was, I was training or whatever. And, and I was uh, the year before and I was training whatever. And so after the draft and, some things uh went good for the for the first couple of months, and then I didn't get picked up at the end of it, so I went back home, so I moved mm-hmm. back to Houston and I went to work for myself and life insurance right, and so I did that, and it took off it took off I kind of re repositioned myself and knew you know I need to get back in in church every Sunday, I need to make sure i'm, I'm mm-hmm. you know doing what I need to do, and you know how. Uh, I'm sure we'll, 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 we'll attest to the same thing. You take off and then you get up there and you got the money, you got the attention, you got all this stuff. And you forget some things. You forget where you came from. You forget how you got there. And so that's what kind of hit me. I got up there and God had to bring me back down and, and humble me because I was forgetting where I was at and, and how I got there. And so that's what kind of happened to me and um, probably around, uh, the last part of November of last year, I kind of got into the point where I was like, you know, what's going on? Like, why am I, I was just up there, like, how am I back down here? How am I trying to figure things out again? Like, why am I having to uh, wake up and not understand what I'm supposed to be doing? And I'm still grinding, but nothing's working. Like, mm-hmm. what's going on? And then I got sick. Uh, I'm like, bro, like, what, what is going on? And so, uh, <laughs> Around December, um, a couple of the guys in our group reached out to me about this Bible study thing. And so I'm like, okay, yeah. time, why are y'all asking me about this? <laughs> and so, uh, which I knew why, just because of my background. So I'm like, okay. And so I spent some time thinking on some stuff. I spent some time praying on some stuff. And I'm like, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I didn't forget. Um... And so I went to praying about some stuff and, and that's when I made that decision that, listen, uh, I can get back up there. But this time when I get back up there, it's not based on me. And when I get back up there, what I'm going to do or what I got is not for me. Yeah. And so that's when the intentional stuff came. And that's when I got it. I, I got intentional about everything I do. Um, and, and that's that That was it for me. So it was it was the fall. It was the... It was a forgetting where I came from. It was a forgetting, you know. And and it, it's crazy because you don't think about it when you're there, and it's not like I was doing stuff out of my character. Like I wasn't just just out here just going crazy, you know, doing no crazy stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. even when you don't do that, the fact that you get up there and you forget how you got up there and you don't give God the glory that He deserves,
1: mm-hmm. you got a little
3: humble of and that's. He'll sit you
1: down there. real quick. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, he he definitely did.
1: <laughs> So, Will, what about you? What was your your moment, your pivot in intentionality
2: with your thing? Uh, my story is very similar to Sean's. Um, mm-hmm. To give detail, I graduated May 2017, bachelor's, civil engineering, and then went back, got my master's, uh, finished August 2018. I started working in construction. I'm making really good money. And like on the side, I'm working with this major artist who, calls me up every now and the end and go do uh, shows with her. And so, uh, around February twenty. As in like, sorry,
0: as in like you're an artist too or you was like, just like a manager? No,
2: my fault, I'm, I'm a DJ. Oh, okay, okay. Right, and so, uh, whenever they would have a show, they would just want me to uh, be a part of it and, you know saying I'm saying, Basically run, run, running with them. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I'm doing this job and like Sean, I wasn't doing it out of my character, I'm, I'm grinding. Put in the work at my job, to really understand it. Uh, I'm chasing my dream with with the DJ and with music, and uh, I finally get a break because I'm really hating the job. But the whole time, while I was hating it, I was at that point I was being intentional about making sure I was tapping in with God every day. I'm listening to gospel music on my way to work. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to gospel music on my way home. Cause it's just, it just, it takes that much. Like I need that blanket Yeah. Me as I go. Mm-hmm. Cause construction is is, is really a, a crazy world. And so um, I get a break. Um, she's about to go on tour and they tell, she telling me like, look, we're like, you're gonna have to quit your job. And I'm like, like, okay. You know what I'm saying? So I think about it, I think about it, I think about it. and Um, her saying that made me question it, consider it rather, but me trusting in myself and me trusting in God is what made me allow, allowed me to make the decision. And so, and I I just wouldn't be able to live with myself if I didn't take on the opportunity. And so up to that point, high school, four years, science engineering, magnet school, four years of undergrad, a year of graduate school and a year into my career, 10 years, yeah, 10 years to get into the position that I was at. So much hard work, dedication, and just, like, perseverance. I give it all up to go on tour, chase my dreams. And six weeks, that's how long we was on the road. And as soon as it was over, that was it. And uh, I can't even tell you why. That's what thats what I thought about it. But um, after after the six weeks was over, that was just, like, that was it. Like, I don't get no more phone calls. I don't get no more nothing. Wow. So I just gave up. Like my whole, like the whole bottom just fell out of everything. Like I just been working for it. Like, like what? What do you mean? And so yeah, at that point, it really it really knocked the wind out of me. And uh, in that in that time of reflection, I had that same kind of epiphany. Like like Sean, like wait a minute. Like why is? What am I even about to do now? Like this is this is crazy. And I got to talking with God about it. Cause that was my foundation, and He just showed me like you forgot again. Like, you like you forgot about me. Deuteronomy chapter eight, do not forget the Lord. And I forgot about him. I wasn't doing nothing out of my character, but I wasn't being intentional about. Stealing. You weren't
0: including him
2: no, as much as he should have. Yeah. yeah. At, at all. And so, um, it, 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 it knocked a pause in me. I'm like, you know what? The only thing that makes sense at this point is um, just seeking him, being, being intentional about uh, getting to know him. And uh, it's crazy. Uh, if I didn't read a devotional that morning, I had a bad day.
4: Mm, and I yeah. thought I
2: like, you know what? Hey, now, nah, wh- who am I to say that I ain't finna be tapping in with God every day uh, mm-hmm. in order to just just to have peace of mind, just to be able to deal with the 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 pulls and the pushes of life. And so, uh, yeah, uh, it made it a lot easier to stay to hold myself accountable because I had some good friends around me that was me accountable with repressure pressure with our individual friend group and so that was it too the same thing for me the fall off falling mm-hmm. off and, and and knowing that I needed God to, to to even get back up there because now this time I never I never like let him go there's no reason for me yeah. to ever like mm-hmm. let go of what I'm doing right now because I have what's crazy is 2020 is like it's been chaotic it's been it's been it's
1: it's, it's up it's, there
2: <laughs> yeah for real like something you really like this is even, going
0: down in the history books yeah like, for yeah. sure this is,
2: this is a movie this is like made up at this point but it's been I, the whole the entire time I've been at peace yeah I've been at peace that's and that's just because of, of me being intentional with um making sure that my soul was fed with, with what truth is and that's that mm-hmm. everything is gonna be okay like you like if you know who God is if you believe in God then there is no need to worry that's um,
1: so true I like how y'all both mentioned that y'all listen to music like you have to listen to gospel music
4: mm-hmm. um to
1: kind of like get you through the day and mm-hmm. I can like heavily relate like I can't go to sleep without listening to gospel music mm-hmm. um and like how you mentioned that you're devotional having to read that every morning Mm -hmm. so i was going to ask you guys you know with a and R vibes we also ask our interviewees to give a song that goes on with their journey so Mm. what songs did y'all happen to
2: choose hmm i'm i'm gonna answer first my favorite gospel song uh is called rain on us by ernest pugh oh i love that uh, Mm
4: -hmm. yeah
2: that uh that song really that song really just it did it for me one day on my way to work uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm all way to work because I, I was just going through a, a true storm, but mm-hmm. I had to realize that in through those storms, that's where you get water and that's where you grow. Yep. If you if you especially when you have being intentional about it. And so um that's, yeah, such that's, a good that's, song. My that's that's the one that, that really did it for me and helped me realize like I needed him. I needed yeah. him to just just yeah. come into my life and shower down and and help me grow. what about you, Sean?
3: Uh, y'all can't ask me that
2: question because that's
3: it's kind of all I listen to really, so I don't <laughs> really know like what's a favorite.
0: <laughs> uh, or not even the favorite, just the one that comes to mind whenever you think of like your well, journey, really yeah, your journey and helping you find that peace and just knowing God is the foundation for you. Yeah.
1: Mm.
3: Uh let's see. to mind. Probably let's just go with one. I don't really know one I you just. Uh,
2: glory when everyone else around probably. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) gosh, yes.
3: No, probably if you want to go there, probably Marlon Sapp, probably man, probably the song everybody knows, probably never would have made it for real. Yeah, but then, but then again, my favorite one of my favorite songs this year is probably a song by Amber Bullock It's called Thank You. Um, and the song song is really a, a song that. I think if anybody listens to it and they have any type of relationship with God, they have to remind themselves that, man, listen, 2020 has been crazy, but mm-hmm. man, you are still alive. You still got a job. If you don't got a job, you still got active your If you don't have active, you have life. And so uh, the song just reminds you that um, it could have been you like homeless. It could have been you with no food. It could have been you you know, they're thirsty. It could have been you like (laughs) devastated, lost your home, lost your car. It could have been you, but it wasn't. And so you have no reason to complain about anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to a question that actually Willie asked us in Bible study. Um, And and what he asked us was are you treating life as a gift? Mm. And still to today, that question is still like, I think about it every day because it, it, once you get that perspective of life is really a gift um, because without life, nothing else that you could think about after matters. Without life, you having a job, we doing this interview, us having a free share, us driving the cars that we have, the houses that we live, none of that matters. Because without life, those things are—they're not chores. You won't get to experience them, and so really treating life as a gift um, and, and being thankful that you have life because you don't—none of us deserve it.
1: Mm. Yeah. Talk to him And so that's—that's—that's
3: kind of—that's kind of, that's kind of um, my overall theme for 2020 is just being thankful and really understanding that life is a gift. And even when life isn't going so good, the fact that we have life and the gifts and the other gifts that God grants us, Mm -hmm. you don't have anything to really complain about. Mm
1: -hmm. That's true. That is so true. It's always a a brighter side to every, um, I guess, negative. Mm-hmm. for sure
3: for sure people will
1: see as a negative
3: <laughs> for sure and i don't even think that's the thing that's another thing that me and wilay and rob always talk about is zach and Care. like uh the not just you being intentional with christ yeah you gain you know access to a lot of things and, and yeah you gain access more access to building that relationship with him but also once you get intentional you start diving into his word and that's when you gain the perspective to not even think that way. Right. When you gain that yeah. perspective, you don't even think of, of, of oh, you know, I didn't get that job that I wanted. you start thinking, well, I didn't get that job because that job probably wasn't for me. and That's probably not the door I need to walk in. Yep. Or you start thinking, well, maybe maybe he got me in the season for a reason. And if I can sit at home and work on some other things, and still be able to pay my rent, and still be able to have food, and still be able to have gas for my car, maybe it's a reason that I'm sitting right here. Yes. And so you just start gaining a lot of perspective that you wouldn't gain if you weren't intentional in diving in the truth, and the only truth that we know.
0: Hmm. Okay, so I had mentioned before just kind of just like that annotation, like um, there's a certain like set rules sometimes that people feel like come with being a Christian, like you have to follow this or you have to do it this way you have to do it that way so i think one of those things is some people look at if you don't go to church you're not a christian and then some people feel as though like i don't have to go to church like to be considered a christian some christians don't even go to church to be honest but some people do look at church as a business and i just wanted to know what are y'all's views on going to church will you want
3: to take this or i'll about i'll to throw it on you bro <laughs> right, so, so so um i think what what comes with or and I think I know what comes with being a Christian is uh, I think that's something that we've like something we talked about on Bible say. Like it's been like a um, something that's been going on for decades. Like, oh, I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. Um, and I'm still a Christian. I'm not a Christian. But I think what, what we all have to get back to is just doing what the word says, what the truth is. Mm-hmm. Word tells us to gather together, but um, the church and so is like we, we is. can't like make a make a you know, oh, I don't have to do this, or oh, I, I can I can do this sin, but I just can't do these sins,
4: mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. do
3: this, but I don't have to do that. We have to be a code can't be lukewarm,
1: yeah.
3: Um, and so you know, but but also. Some some else I mention. Um, I think we have to get out of thinking so much religion and think mm-hmm. relationship.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a big one. I like because, that. I was about to ask you about that too.
3: <laughs> because once you once you once you start wearing once you start focusing in on that and being intentional about your personal relationship with Christ, you're gonna want to go gather in a building where you're growing. Mm-hmm. But you're not gonna rely on that building. Yeah, too, right. Yeah. yeah right and so i i think that's if we get we can get back to that i think that's the biggest thing just think, just making sure that we understand relationship relationship mm-hmm. relationship um because you can be you can be all, all religious you can know every scripture in the, in the bible you can you can know how to pray a great prayer but if you don't have that relationship none of that matters none of that matters and so it's not all about religion. It's about relationship, and uh, a lot of things that, that are going on in the world within Christianity is based off of so much religion. You know, older people mm-hmm. being so stuck on religion and not understand that. Listen, just because you're older does not mean that you are not a servant anymore. You're still a servant. We're mm-hmm. all your servants, and so you're not entitled to anything. Um, and things are going to have to change. You can't just be stuck on what you want to do and what you want to believe. No, things have to change. Um, You still have to be growing. You have to be maturing. You just can't be, oh, I'm a seasoned saint now. I don't have to do some of the things I used to do. Like, no, you still got to serve. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my take on it.
2: Uh, I definitely agree with Sean. Um, The church is much bigger than just those four walls that you you walk into. It's much bigger than the building. The church Mm -hmm. is, is you. And so, um, if you if you facilitate the growth within yourself, the individual worship, uh, the congregational worship can happen pretty much anywhere, um, whether that be Bible study with read prayer, or bedside Baptist while you while you tuned into you know saying somebody uh, during this pandemic, mm-hmm. um, it, it it is it is way more important to facilitate the relationship that you have with Christ than it is to follow uh step by step how it's supposed to look. Because yeah. if you're worried about how it's supposed to look, then you're missing the whole point of what it what it means to be a Christian.
1: Say uh, it again.
2: That, That's true. That, that, that it's his grace no matter what. Um come as you are and um, just just seek his face. And so yeah the relationship is is, is much more important.
3: That's true. I do I do want to make point of something though if we all think about it. A lot of things that are going on in the world and a lot of the peace that we don't have anymore is because we were so relied on relationships. I mean, on on religion, we were so relied yeah. on. Got to go to the to Wake up, and I have to get to the building. I have to get to the building. Yeah, you have to get to the building, but it's you. You can't rely only on the building for mm-hmm. how close you are and how how deep you are within your relationship with Christ.
4: Yeah, um, mm-hmm.
3: a lot hey, of
2: I'm people one are, time a week.
3: You see, yeah, you see a lot of posting. And that's the problem with what they just said. A lot of times, we think we only need to be fed on Sunday. Hmm. And we forget that it's still Monday through through Saturday that you still about to go through life. You know, yeah, yeah. Sun, Sunday is just a time when we come in together and we're able to fellowship together and we're able to get fed something that will last us a couple of days. We're, we're able to get, uh, um, what is it called? re energized like it's it's a it's a we're coming together in the house we're gonna worship we're gonna get a word but i still gotta be able to leave on monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday and still Mm -hmm. get my worship in still get my word in and still be intentional about applying what i know in the world
0: yeah yep
3: so yeah big thing like that's if you read twitter and all those tweets and you know hey you know i'm so ready to get back to the church or You know, life's been so different without being at church. Well, it has. I want to get back to the church, too. I love going to church, but I also love building my personal relationship with Christ, because that's what's keeping me sane and keeping me at peace in these type of
1: times. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. I would definitely say, like, during, like, when the quarantine first started, I was like, oh, I miss church so much. Like, I just have to get back to church. And then one day, I just kind of sat there, and I was like, why do I miss church? You know? And it goes to what you said, like, I just miss the actual, the fellowshipping with other people, but the same feeling I get in church, I can really just get anywhere else in my car at home. Like, it's just about, you know, how we mentioned before the relationship with God, not so much as the surroundings. There's like plenty of stories uh, within the Bible where they weren't in the temple or in the church or by Jesus, you know, to, to hear from God. So that's
3: also very, very important. You just said you just said something. If we think about it, mm-hmm. all all the stories in the Bible, most of them were done outside of the temple. All the healing, mm-hmm. all the saving, yeah. all the all the ministering was done outside of the temple because everybody that needed to be in the temple weren't, weren't in there.
4: Yeah, it's just
3: like just yeah. like where we live now. Yeah, we only worry about the four walls. The ones. What that about outside be of the four walls? Christ, yeah. The ones that need to be experiencing, experiencing Christ, Acts chapter 8, all that work was done outside of the temple. They Those people were sent out to go minister to those
2: that didn't know Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You don't put no bucket Never. on top of no lamp.
0: Never. <laughs> hey, I have a question about that. So, okay. Cause I love the fact that you guys are really referencing you alls scriptures and like, I y'all know y'all's Bible. And that's something that I've been trying to work on within myself. Like literally me and my family, like we have scriptures that we recite to each other every week, like every week we learn a new scripture. And I mean, sometimes like, I don't remember them. I mean, I guess I remember them. They're locked in my brain, but it's, it's hard to bring them to the forefront sometimes. So I appreciate you guys like Within y'all's conversation, y'all are able to just like throw those scriptures out there. But for some people who you know believe in God, but their relationship is a little weak, I've had conversations with atheists. We've actually had an atheist on the show. I don't know, you yeah. guys should definitely check that out. We wanted to re- replay that back so we could pull some of the things he was trying to say and ask you guys too, so we can have both sides. But um, you know, some people are a little bit confused as to like, well. Met a man wrote the Bible. So why am I going to go off of what the Bible says? Like, how do I really know that that's true, that, you know, those are, like, words of God and that's coming from him, and why am I going to follow that? So, like, what would you guys, like, say, like, to combat? Just, like, playing devil's advocate here, you know, because some people do, like, have a problem with the Bible and, like, following what the Bible says.
1: Yeah, I was about to answer that one, but I'll let them go. I'll let them go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, um, up
2: to Will.
3: You, Will or yeah. Rob, right, one of them.
2: I'll, okay. I got I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. The <laughs> okay, truth is the truth. The truth, the truth is the truth. It's, yeah. it's been yeah. the truth for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And so that's it. you, you, you spoke about um, knowing your scripture and it's, it's it's cool to know your scripture, like verbatim, like, Oh, that's Matthew 8. That's, that's, that's definitely uh, something that you want to aim to do. But what's more important is the application of
1: it yep, Learn, Yeah, learning
2: the lessons from it and actually applying it to, you know what I'm saying, your daily walks. And so, uh, when it comes to the different versions of the Bible, um, NIV, NLT, Easy, like versus King James or however it goes, the truth is the truth. Mm-hmm. And you want to just make sure that whenever you're reading it, you actually understand what the lesson is, what you're supposed to take from it. You might have to read it three, four different times. You might have mm-hmm. to read it with, some other, with another person. Um, each time I read the same story, I get a, a totally due perspective. And what I'm supposed to take from it, uh, mm-hmm. and that's what it takes. When you're being intentional about understanding what the Father's will for your life is, you you, you really can't get enough of of, of wanting to put your nose in that Bible because that's where you get understanding. That's where you get peace of mind. That's where you. That's where when everything else isn't making sense, your foundation. You you were a wise builder. You built your foundation in, in, in how you was going to set your your mind frame uh, on what the truth is, the absolute truth. Like, regardless of how you want to slice it, it's the truth. It's the same stuff been applied thousands, and thousands of years before we was thought of, our grandparents were thought of, yeah. their grandparents, and so on and so forth. And it's so, uh, man, you, you can't run from the truth. The truth, the truth will set you free. Hey. It set you free. That's you can't true. be free without it. And you
1: can't be free without it. And I want to yes. add to that, um, also, you I see like how you mentioned like if man wrote the Bible, God mm-hmm. uses men us daily. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's that's another thing. Like yeah, God like a man. Of course, the he had different disciples writing the you know different pieces of the Bible. Right. But he he talks to them, and what they did was obeyed and applied it's and executed the the labor. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
3: No one thing else you could think about if. You 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 can question it all you want to and the people in the Bible doubt it and question God all the time. Mm-hmm. But one thing you can always remember is whether you want to say or oh, who wrote it or not, the fact that you don't understand nothing about life and every time you try to do it on your own you fail. That's all I'm getting at. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it. Life will get so much simpler for you, you quit trying to lean not Proverbs three verse five. Lean not on your lean own. <laughs> I'm because you don't understand.
3: understand you don't understand and so listen uh anybody that wanted to question it I, i'm not gonna get mad or anything but i'll say this i've been on both sides and i've understood that when i when i took my own hand out of my own life and tried to orchestrate my own life everything got simpler mm. e- life wasn't easy but it was simple because I knew where to go to and who was going to provide everything mm-hmm. that I have right now today. There's and also place. the last thing you want to even think about what y'all wanted to talk about on here, like the, the total message about peace. There's mm-hmm. no way you have peace when you're trying to live a life by yourself doing your own thing, because the gift of peace was not something that we were born with. It was something that was given to us by our mm-hmm. father. Straight it's gift. a gift. Straight gift. Yeah. And so without you tapping into who's the gift giver, you never received that gift. And so it's not crazy why you never experienced peace.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: It's why you can't think. It's why you when always you frustrated. Mad. You're not listening to the man in charge. Yeah, you, you want to be frustrated through life. Yeah. He planned
1: it. Yeah.
5: You trying mm-hmm. to go against the ground. I guess i figure man. Yeah.
1: So I want to ask, like, uh, for those, so, like, let's say someone who is having a hard time right now. And is at the point of getting up on life, their faith, or the, even their dreams. What would you say to them?
2: What would
3: I
1: say
3: them? Yeah. It, it, all, it really varies depending on what they're telling me, but um, anybody that tells them they're going to give up, I, I always ask the question, for what? Wow. wow! Why? Yeah. And if it's because life is hard, well, and that's where I'll... I'll,
5: I'll and the Bible tell you, life is
2: Life easy.
3: is not going to be easy, but...
2: Any of the afflictions of those who, who love the Lord,
3: Yes, Jesus had it yeah. rough. Jesus, late, well. and
2: He was perfect,
3: but He was perfect. And so, you know, one thing about me, though, I, I don't, I don't like to, you know, if somebody come to me about talking about life and life is hard, the first thing I'm not going to do is is, is question. Oh, do you believe? Mm-hmm. Well, I want to understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from. What what what's going on? Why do you feel that way? What are you giving up on? And through it all, because I'm going to be transparent and I'm going to be honest about my own life. Mm -hmm. God's going to show up in that conversation. Every time. And so, that light's going to be shined on the only reason why I haven't gave up yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The only reason why I won't give up. And so, it's through that. You know, a lot of times people do turn away when they go to people because the first thing us as Christians want to do is judge. Judge. Oh, do you believe? Oh, do you pray? Do you pray? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't do you that way because I don't know where you come from. I don't know what you're going through and I don't know who taught you or what you came up under. That's That's what right. where that sympathy falls into play. So I got to, I got to sit with you and your problem and try to understand what's going on. Why do you feel this way? But because I'm going to continue to show real fellowship, I'm also going to be honest and authentic about my own life.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And through that, Because I know the only reason why I'm still here and the reason why I'm still able to go and do the things I'm able to do is only because of God, Mm. by me sharing my testimony and sharing my life, like I said, God's going to show up in that. And so it's always going to end out on the only reason why I'm here and the reason why you shouldn't give up and the reason why I haven't gave up is because the same God that's blessing me today will bless you too if... You surrender all that stuff we're talking about to him because you obviously sitting in the seat right now. You don't understand and you won't gain an understanding because I've been there and I didn't understand either. Yeah. But I gained to understanding when I gave it to the one that could, could explain it to me.
1: And Rob, so y'all, just let y'all know if y'all heard a third voice. Rob actually made it into the interview. Um, so I had a question for you. If someone is new to their faith, where would you tell them to start?
5: If they was new into what? their faith. If they was new into their faith.
1: Yeah, like they were like they just said, like, okay, I think I'm actually gonna try Christianity out or I'm actually gonna start talking to God more. Like where would you tell them to start?
5: I would tell them they the only way to start is you gotta dig in that book. Mm-hmm. And once you once you dig in that book and start reads, like for me, when I was new to this, well, I ain't gonna say new, but when I really just start digging into it, it actually took me to say, okay, let me try to read the Bible and see what's going on. You know, world, the world always pieces of everybody talk about history, history, history. So I'm like, okay, it gotta be stories behind it. Like, I'm not the only one that got this story. Like I I can't be just me. So yeah. as a human, I'm looking like, okay, let me read. And once I start reading and start seeing like, Stuff in the Bible, those people that Jesus was hanging with, those was gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they hardcore people going through the same thing we going through. And, and they at the top notch of his roster. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. And once I start digging, I'm like, okay, this is, the only, this is the only way that I can get closer now now that I'm understanding it. I'm like, sure, I'm not in this. There's only one man that created this or created me. And this got to be real. Is no faking, mm-hmm. so like that's how I kind of like started digging off into things, and then I started saying my prayers even more, and started asking for favor, and starting to tell them to show me. Uh, that's like one day uh, I woke up with, uh, I was roommates with like in uh, college,
4: mm-hmm.
5: and I was doing, you know, I'm I'm in college, I'm I want to graduate, I'm doing bad, you know, when you when you take a test, you like, man, I don't know if I passed that test or not. Like this do or die. And I woke up one morning, I was saying my prayers at night and I just woke up one morning and started walking across campus, it was like the last day. But I was praying so hard and I was in the Bible at this point and actually reading.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And, the, and the day that I walked across campus, I was like, man, show me, you know, uh, show me favor, you know, show me, show me you're real. Like, you like send me a sign, you know, just stated constantly saying it over and over again. And the moment I walked in that office and that professor told me like, hey, uh, he was actually getting ready to leave. Both in the office, I was like, hey, man, I really need to pass your class and I don't be up like another year if I don't get pass this class. And I'm like, he was like, oh, well, I gave you guys D's and that's passing where I come from, like the university I come from. And I'm like, no, dude, here you can't make a D. What that university moment,
1: he, was, <laughs> he was at?
5: <laughs> somewhere like A&M, T- A&M some small school. So I was like, hey, man, um, we can't make these. That day, I literally went back into his office, held off his final that he was headed to, and changed everybody's grade in that class. Mm. And he did not know. And I knew if it wasn't for me getting up that morning, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a car, my car broke down. I walked, walked across campus, and he sat down and changed everybody's grades and was like, Man, thank you. I didn't know that. And walked off, and this was the last day. Everybody moved off campus. Campus is dry. People are gone. People going home, moved out. I was moving out the same day. Yeah. I came across, and I was just like, God got to be real. It ain't no way I just caught this man coming out of his office. And all of a sudden, he just changed. Everybody grade. Just on me just getting up out of my sleep, walking across campus, praying to you. And he did it.
0: Boy, I would have emailed that whole class and been like, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i wanted to tell people but i'm like you know what i'm gonna keep it wasn't even me to, yeah you know it's it, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just keep that to myself and just sit back because it was something it was something a little deeper i was going through like man mm-hmm. it's crazy but that was one thing that really showed me like his faith if you just talk to him and, and talk to him and pray to him and walk on that faith he's gonna show out every time when the time is right that's it Every time Talk, time. walk, and pray. Right, and we be wanting. I think now, that
0: goes. Um, so- talk, walk, and pray. I think that goes into um, the the last point I was trying. I wanted to make because we have the last segment, which is mastering the vibes, which we always ask the guests to give their three main points on. Whatever the topic is at hand and y'all's obviously was, you know, your relationship with God and finding your inner peace. So the three main points on how to find your inner peace with God, I don't even have to ask out because y'all literally just gave it. It's just talk, walk and pray, period. Unless you guys think that there are other three main points, you can go ahead and state them.
5: Yeah, that's 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 like the main keys. And, and another key that we uh, we talk about is on um, journalism. Um, mm. one thing that we do is you know every day uh, I got this thing I've been telling Sean um, send God that text message every day you know that's a text you know sitting, yeah. sitting mm-hmm. your phone in your phone and your notes uh, you may read a devotion and just write out your thoughts because that's a form of praying because you mm-hmm. write it out and then you have it on your notes to refer and go back to when you got time just like when you feel yourself getting weary or you feel things getting hard you can easily open your phone go back to that message and this is a message to me I save it like that's a text message I send to Jesus every day yeah like I I text you text your girlfriend boyfriend every morning you know good morning and blah 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 why can't you talk to him every day and just let him know how your day went the man that created you so that's one thing that I say is like when you say talk to him big is big uh, be big on journaling send him that text message every day
0: I like, that. I like, I like that, that too because just for me, like I think that's what really helped me start to be more consistent with my relationship with God. Not looking at it like I'm, I'm just more I'm looking at it like yeah look, looking at it more like he's a, a friend a home yeah. like a homegirl or like me just having regular conversation with him like it doesn't always have to be me sitting at a desk with her sometimes it could be me in the car just like driving me like, yeah. answering a phone call so I'm calling God or I'm like you said texting him or something like that, that so I think was? that's a really good yeah <laughs>
5: point yeah. make him your best friend just talk yeah. to him just, that's your father oh,
3: yeah. he is like your best boyfriend. friend
5: <laughs> yeah <laughs> That I
4: wanna
3: so add some on that piece though, because this segment is about peace. Um mm-hmm. and, and one of one of the main things about having peace, right? So um we talked about it earlier a little bit. You won't ever gain peace until you go to who created peace, who is the prince of peace. Yeah. Oh I like that's that. Good. That's so that's true. That's one of the biggest keys of like people, you know peace of mind how do i get peace well you can't get peace until you go to who is the prince of peace it's just like love i've been messing up love a long time Mm -hmm. because i i was going off of what i thought and what i view love as and what the world gave me the description of love was but it wasn't until i went and went to who is love that i understood what it really means to love
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
3: and so just for anybody that is going to listen to this you you won't gain peace until you go to the Prince of Peace. I've not been... I, I've been at peace all 2020. And we said this on the interview. Man, like, I've been at peace all t- 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Matthew chapter 10. Mm-hmm. Jesus is talking and he tells them... "I." I, I, I don't the a phrase. It's a prayer phrase because I don't remember the exact scripture. He basically tells them, listen... I didn't come to bring the world peace. I came to bring you peace because in the world you're going to deal with unpeaceful situations, but because you are my child, I'm going to give you the gift of peace to be able to deal with those same unpeaceful situations and still be able to uphold your character or my character in Christ. And so when people talk about peace, peace is big. I love the word peace because listen, if it wasn't for God's peace, I probably wouldn't be on this interview right now because the world is crazy. Uh, yeah. But because I don't have to worry about the world because I know who has control over all this stuff. No matter how it looks right now, no matter what's going on, no matter how my personal life is, I know who has the ultimate control over everything. And so I know everything's going to be okay at the end of the day. hmm and so, that, peace, like, make sure that, that we understand that we won't gain peace until we go who is the Prince of Peace,
5: and it's a gift. It's a gift that he gives us. And once you understand, once you understand that, uh, how much, you gotta understand how much Jesus loved you. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: As mm-hmm. Part, you gotta mm-hmm. understand how much God really loved his people. Yeah. And once you really understand how much he really, really love his people, peace will just become it just it's just it just be any you. you understand that because it's like nothing matters like this man loved me so much when you look back on your life this man didn't help you and did wonders yeah every time
4: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> bigger than that bigger than that he sent his only son his to only die son for
5: you yeah 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 and this man got hung on the cross for like, you for you for this you. man did like I, I i put myself like i think about like me being a human Mm -hmm. my father sent me out here to this earth and put me on a cross and I'm nailed to something and I'm doing it for people that I don't even know. That are going to throw rocks at me. That's been hating me this
2: whole time I was here.
5: Yeah. (laughs) That's love. That's what it gives me. That's love.
3: And when you get that perspective, a lot of things start not to, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. I don't don't care how you feel about me. I don't care what you say about me. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to still show you love and I'm going to still be who I am because I know whose I am. Right. That's
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. My mom always said that. Um, and it still that in me when I was a child, like, like no matter what happens, whether it happens your way or not, like God is in control. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's not like he'll do, he will never do anything to harm or hurt me. Nah. So it might feel like it's, you know, a little foggy in the moment. I know so it's going to turn better. In the you end. just gotta understand where, where he was
0: coming with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you probably just, won't even see yeah. that in the midst of it. yeah. Once it's all over, you'll be like, ah, oh, I see where you were Oh going Yeah. Okay.
5: That's it. He just building character. When he takes us yeah. through the moments, he Perfect. just building that character. Yeah. He just building that character. He testing to see like, okay, you really rocking with me? Okay, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Let me let me show you a little bit. Let's see if you're gonna lose love. <laughs> let me see if you're gonna lose lose your train though. faith. yeah, yeah let yeah. me see where you at. Let me let me check your character.
0: And I feel like with anything that you become successful in as a Christian, too, like, you have to have that that testimony in order for that to be a success story, you know, for other people to be able to follow in your footsteps or be inspired or motivated, you know, within their journey. So you're going to be tested. You're going to have falls. You're going to have to, like, have lessons learned. Don't count them as losses.
1: Yeah, Yeah. which is all a part of the plan anyways. Um, I can't remember where I heard this from. But I think it was just when I was at church one day and the pastor said, some, like, for some people, you are the Bible, not like actually saying you're the Bible, but yeah. some people will find their faith through you and like whatever mm-hmm. you've been through. Like, oh, I saw Aussie go through this, but look how she turned to God and look, he got her this or he, he gave her peace. Mm-hmm. So then they'll finally turn to God and start reading on their own and figuring God out for themselves just because of that. what you went through.
3: We say that all the time on on every part of live. You can click on, we say that. And and that is the 100% truth. People don't go. Fresh believers and unbelievers do not go to the Bible first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You are the living, walking Bible. We are supposed to be. And that's why Mm -hmm. it's so important that we shine our light in the world so that others can experience Christ because that's what they're going to experience first. And if we give off the wrong representation of who Christ is,
2: we doing a disservice to God,
1: mm.
2: and I ain't gonna do that. Period.
1: <laughs> Big man, I've done now.
2: it before. Yeah, and I and I know what the other side feel like. So no, nah.
1: mm-hmm.
2: I ain't going back. No, 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 never. I can't trade these keys in. We riding. in <laughs>
4: riding
2: the Maybach right now. Hey man, wait, Okay, yeah. not the Maybach. <laughs> Yeah, everybody no, that
5: drive, great. Nate. What you want to drive? that little Toyota, the Honda. Be <laughs> 80, he he's sweating, Yeah, <laughs>
1: right. Hey, that was me. No lie, <laughs> years back, house, that was my
0: first car, y'all.
5: Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 everybody, look, Hey, we knew, we knew at PV what I had. I had that little Acura. Yeah. Dough bro.
2: Oh yeah! <laughs> hey, the, 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 it was a biz, but that transmission wasn't worth nothing, man. Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> the car worked then. <laughs> the yeah. But uh, what projects do y'all have coming up, if any?
3: Uh, mm. To be honest, we got we got some stuff that we we're trying to do, um, some visions that we we have and stuff like that. But you know, I don't think we want to share them yet. That's not a problem. Hey. It's some pretty it's some pretty it's some pretty good stuff that, you know, God blesses us with. But uh just some regular stuff that we're gonna do on the page. You know, we got we're we'll gonna try to do some Community service when when we feel it, it's safe to do so. Um and, and you know, continue just to do what we're doing, Bible studies, uh mm-hmm. lives. Um we have a group that we started that we that, you know, it's growing, but we can be transparent, we can be honest, we can hold different things in there. Um but other than that, you know, we're just letting God use us right now and see what's, what's, what's to come ahead.
1: Perfect, perfect. And uh, when is your Instagram lives? Are they, like, sporadic throughout the week, or are there certain days?
3: And so usually, usually our schedule is, is uh, Wednesday we have a morning prayer, and then Thursday we'll go live for just prayer prayer. Uh, on Instagram, and then if we're gonna do like a live talking about something like we did the last two Fridays, it's usually on a Friday okay. a study on Saturdays, but usually all our lives on Instagram will be on Fridays
1: all right that that all right, you guys. we reached the end of the interview. we're gonna plug all of their social medias in the show notes below as well as uh are you will they be able to like get into your group me as well, Sean?
3: Yeah, so if they want to get in the group, just DM us on um, our page on Instagram, read, pray, share, and we'll see in the link.
1: Perfect, perfect. Or well, there y'all have it. This is how you find your peace with God and find your inner peace with God. Talk, and, um, walk, pray, and journal, period. Yes, I love it. But on that note, we out. Bye. Bye.